When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome back to the Leeds, Leeds, Leeds podcast. My name's Joe Mewis and as ever I'm joined by Baron Cross. Baron, how's tricks? Good morning Joe, very, very, very good. We're, we're, we're recording on a, on a lovely sunny, wintry morning in Leeds and um, sunny but cold. all is well with the world. We've got, <laughs> we've got a, a really exciting week ahead of us. We do, huge week actually. Um, yeah, Monday morning, um, I've just been putting a few things out this morning just writing about how big the week is. Um, we've got the Rotherham game to pick over, which mm. we'll be doing shortly. Uh, we've got transfer deadline day coming up on Thursday. <laughs> We've got a big under-23s game, and we've got uh, Leeds v Norwich, oh, first v so second. So, so yeah, uh, huge week. Um, season-defining, possibly. I, mean, we'll I, suppose, I suppose every result is, is season-defining in some way, but yeah, you're right. I mean, let's say they, they get maybe one or two transfers over the line that, that end up coming mm. good, plus you beat Norwich. And yeah, you would say, you'd look yeah. back and maybe that, that week in January was pivotal. I feel like I've said season defining too many times this year though. <laughs> there was All the Derby game goals. at Ellen Road. Yeah, that was, was it. There was the, the Villa game, there was, there was the Blackburn game. Middlesbrough Ellen Road, like end of August. We yeah. were the top two and we were like, oh god, this is the biggest game of the season and all this sort of stuff. And it was in, you know, the end of August. Literally. Do you love narrative. Exactly, yeah. The, the biggest game is, is the next one. Yeah. I think that's Bielsa, how Bielsa looks at it and I think he's, he's probably right. But um, yeah, we'll, we'll kick off talking about Norwich. Uh, sorry, not Norwich, Rotherham rather. Come on, Joe. Get, get my name right. Give Rotherham their due. I've got Norwich on the brain, it's huge. Rotherham. <laughs> so yeah, Baron, you were down there at uh, the New York Stadium on yeah. Saturday. Um, two on win for Leeds, mm. not without um, a bit of drama and hard work there, was it? Yeah, it wasn't. Um, it, it was ironic, really, that we've sort of said that every every result is is season defining, and it's sort of like little old Rotherham. That probably was the one match where we kind of mm. thought uh, it'd be nice to win, but it's only Rotherham, isn't it? <laughs> um, no, it was. Uh, I think it was it, it, a win was a need rather than a want. Mm. Um, I think. Either, uh, however you want to look at it, it would have, if they'd lost, it would have been four defeats in five. If they drawn, it would have been one win in five. So, I think uh, you go away to a struggling Rotherham side, clearly second best in every position on the on the pitch. You know, I, don't, I think Paul Warren himself said that post match. You know that they are Leeds clearly are a better team on paper, and you had to win that game, and they did. They got the job done. Um, but like you say, Joe, it wasn't without uh, drama. First half, Leeds really pedestrian, really ordinary, um, quite difficult to watch at times. I think we were a little bit nervous in the in the press box at halftime. We had a little bit of a natter about it, and it just didn't feel like it was coming. So it was some goal, wasn't it, from uh, Samir oh, Jai? It was. It was a it was a stunning, stunning goal, and um, it reminded me a little bit of, of when we went in at halftime against uh, against Stoke last week. That was nil nil, but you went you went in at halftime, and you were kind of saying to yourself, oh, it's it's a ninety minute match. You know, Leeds, Leeds are known for turning these these games around, and of course, now famously they didn't turn it around at Stoke, and in yeah. fact they just <laughs> remained quite flat. But at Rotherham they did. There was that turnaround, and it, we've, we've since found out from from Pontus Janssen and Mateusz Klick that there was a bit of an inquest at half time in the dressing room, which is always. Um, Mm. Um, what's the word very sort of entertaining I suppose or it sort of feeds into the narrative feeds the narrative it yeah. does it sort of makes it feel a bit more like a blockbuster you can imagine Pontus just going around in his civvies because obviously he was suspended so yeah. just in his civvies going around <laughs> going forehead to forehead with everybody saying like, we must win this this does not slip yeah um, 
but no, yeah, you're right. Semi Ajayi, absolute thunderbolt from from well outside the box. Some some neat play. If you go back and find the goal online, you'll find some lovely neat play from other room. Yeah, it was a couple of one touch one touch play. Really good build up to that, wasn't it? Passed it around the the Leeds defence, and in the end, Ajayi just sort of. I think I remember describing it as Vieira esque. You know, mm. Patrick Vieira that is. Yeah, not Ronaldo. <laughs> uh, so running on to um, running onto this board and just absolutely slamming it. And you know, there's nothing he could do about it really. Uh, we can talk about Casilla later, but yeah, um, yeah, wonder goal and thankful. Leeds came out in the second half and, and they were much much better unfortunately for Jack Clark he did go off I think a day where his, his inexperience and his age show which is going to happen he's an 18 year old lad he's only human exactly he's not be- a finished article yet be- is he? better days ahead for him and you know we'll, we'll quickly Completely. move on from that so he, he was switched with Tyler Robertson Roberts is credited with changing the game mm. went into a middle position uh, sorry a central position and that of course then released Pablo to go out wide and we all know what Pablo can do out wide we spoke about this haven't we um, I think on last week's podcast we were saying um is it, is it better to we yeah. both agree that we like Pablo now we've seen enough games on in the, the middle flank. we want him out yeah. wide don't we I mean, um, just a bit more space that's it and I, and I think if you've got someone like Tyler Roberts there in the middle you know, he's got a bit more energy a bit more ability and he's going to link up with Roof and he's going yeah, to link up Roof, with Roof, Roof better Roof was really isolated yeah. again like he was at Stoke and Roberts was just so good at just, just breaking through that sort of defensive block from Rotherham and just, mm. just giving Roof someone to pass to because yeah. um, he so has been isolated the last couple of games he has yeah, and, and it really felt that way in the first feeding half feeding off you know, scraps barely it? had a sniff um, and Mateusz Klick of course rocking up again uh, scrappiest of goals you'll, you'll find I mean you look back at the highlights and you still can't really say I mean well, I think I he, did, really he did get a touch but yeah. I think we'll let him claim it yeah, we'll he, he certainly it. wanted <laughs> to claim it so really scrappy goal but of course from then on in I mean Rotherham were, were hemmed in for, for mm. I'm pretty sure for at least the last half an hour they, they were really barely outside their box and it was just a case of Leeds being patient and of course it got to the 86th minute and we were starting to um, I remember some of, there was some of our sort of co-workers and, and counterparts in their press box and they were sort of trading questions on you know does it feel like it's coming you know, are they going to get it because mm. at 1-1 you kind of think the draw's not good enough no. and there was some disagreement as whether it was going to come or not and, and in the end it did Mateusz Klick just the immense amount of composure he had you know, inside the box three or four defenders around him had the, the presence of mind to sort of stroke his ball mm. a, a sort of stroke his foot across the ball and, and sort of almost sort of dummy almost he sort of delayed the shot yeah. they expect him to shoot earlier and then he, and he, he placed it you know, like he did in the autumn it was that lovely caressed finish it was, wasn't it? in the into corner into the bottom corner mm. and, um, and cute pandemonium I mean Leeds fans probably didn't expect themselves to be celebrating a win at Rotherham so passionately, but it but it really was. And you know, when it when it comes that late, and again, all the stats came out on yeah. Sunday about how many times Leeds have come from behind and how many late yeah, goals they've scored. Points, is it? Yeah, it's remarkable. Mm. And um, I think Klitsch himself made the point post match that um, Leeds should really be further ahead in the league. You know, they really they've dropped so many points so far this season, but but these late goals are, are digging them out and. Yeah, a 2-1 win. Um, three points clear. Thankfully, Norwich and Sheffield United did just what we needed them to. That was it, they, yeah. They shared the points. Billy Sharp was, uh, helped Leeds out a lot there, didn't he? He, yeah. um, he got two did goals there. see a celebration? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Come full WWE mankind. He did, didn't he? It's yeah. <laughs> so we like that. Um, Go find that WWE fans. Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, three points clear. All of a sudden, they were looking like they were going to be two points behind Norwich at one point. Is that, on, how, is that how it played afternoon. out? I wasn't, I wasn't following Yeah, I was, I was following it from that angle. Um, so yeah, sort of a five-point swing, if you like. Um, Huge. Which, Getting yeah, again, sets then. us up very nicely. Imagine um, they'd gone in two points behind Norwich. I mean, exactly, Norwich yeah. could have then gone, they could have gone five part points of the bus. Yeah, or, or worse, yeah. 
Um, we're talking, talking about celebrations there. The the other big celebration, apart from uh, Klitsch and the, and the away fans, obviously, was Bielsa himself. So, oh, yes. not a man who... Oh. Uh, we, we see the old celebration, we see the old fist pump and, you know... Early days, he kind of made the point of saying it, didn't he? You know, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not a man who's, who's prone to showing his emotions prematurely. Yeah, but the uh, the hug he gave... Um, oh. which, which this Pablo was, it? it was Pablo, wasn't it? Yeah, it was um, the, the hug he gave him. Uh, just just held him for <laughs> what felt like an eternity watching it, didn't it? I remember. Um, I mean, as as you'll know, Joe and, and people who may know who understand how the media works at, at football games, full time is a very very busy time. There's yeah. a lot going on. Yeah. I did just sort of, I think, just have a, a, a bit of a sort of a, a bit of a breather, and I just just for twenty seconds just allowed myself to kind of just just purvey what was going on. Just drink it in. Don't don't click publish on anything. Let's just have a look around. Let's, let's just sort of see what's going on. And I yeah. look at Bielsa, and I saw him go to. To embrace Kuroga as he as he did it, and um, it seemed to last an eternity. I mean, mm. Kuroga was almost getting a bit awkward towards him. He's like, was, oh, you know, the awkward pat on the back. He's yeah. like, All right, come, come on, come on, come on. Let's move, let's move on. Now. Everybody's yeah. watching. We're, we're causing causing a scene. But you no, know, it was, and, and there were some lovely pictures which we shared on social media afterwards, mm. which, really which, response, which were really like, well received. Yeah. And it was, and, and like you say, you know, you, you wouldn't have expected that, you know, away at Rotherham in late January, but, but there was clear evidence there that they were aware how important that was because there was some serious pressure from Rotherham towards the end. As you'd expect, they did chuck the kitchen sink at, at Leeds and Kassia mm. had yeah. a few sort of nervous moments where he came about 30 yards off his line and you thought, oh, don't come for those, Kiko. <laughs> I think just stay on your line for now. Yeah, yeah, you're not in the league anymore. So, um, um, so yeah, there, there, was, there was clear sign of emotion and... and by stark contrast to that, Bielsa was very muted in his post-match press conference. I don't know if mm. he sort of... It's one of the shortest ones he's done, isn't it? Yeah, I don't know if he if, if he sort of marks himself and says, right, look, keep a lid on it. We've, we've got a little bit too emotional on the touchline here. Let's go to the press and give them nothing. Yeah. So he went in and, and, and within nine minutes, you know, he'd finished and that is unheard of. I mean, that's a third of what he normally does. Completely, yeah. Especially pre-match. We've, so, we've got the transcript on the website yeah, and very it's only two minutes to read. Yeah, it's it's so, that short. Uh, questions were, were no less... Um, sort of interesting or uh, exploratory you know we were looking for decent uh, colour from Bielsa but he just didn't give it you know I think at one point somebody asked you know were you satisfied with the whole performance and he basically summed up the game by saying we had loads of ball in the first half didn't create any chances we had loads of ball in the second half and we did create chances <laughs> so, full stop yeah so he just he wasn't for whatever reason he was in no mood really to, to reflect on things in any great detail we know it's been an emotional week with, with Emilio Arno um, Salah a compatriot yeah. of Bielsa's and we know he's an emotional man so um, you, you never know what's affecting him but a very big day um, mm. and we'll be glad of the three points now absolutely um, I guess uh, the other headline there would be the Kiko Casilla debut mm. so um, yeah, I'm sure good. everyone has seen the one superb save he made on social media it's been doing the rounds on there we've, yeah. we've put the uh, the club fit in our blog actually because everyone's tweeting it out today mm. um, fantastic full length save wasn't oh. it he just he seemed to just extend eight foot tall uh, yeah yeah um, there, was, there was a lot of interest in Kassir obviously and he came mm. out in his short sleeves which of course initially draws an attention mm-hmm. good continental modern goalkeeper <laughs> and um we were saying pre-match, you know, obviously a lot of the fears about Casilla are people talk about people like David De Gea and um, other Hispanic goalkeepers that people yeah. move to England and seem to struggle at first. And I think the, the big difference with him and De Gea is that he's 32. I think De Gea came over when he was 19 or oh, 20. Was teenager, I think. And he was a rake, of a, rake mm. of a lad, wasn't he? And Casilla is a, he's a, he's a veteran. He's 32. Mm. He's a big old, he's a part, big old he? lad. He's a proper unit. He's the prototypical goalkeeper shape and we were, size. We were he? watching him in the pre-match warm-up and he was just picking these crosses out of the air with one arm and we were a little bit like... <laughs> Don't do that. There was some, some sideways glances. Yeah. That's, that's an amazing sort of authority and command of the boy. He's huge yeah. hands he's got. 
Um, and yeah, first half, like I said, the Ajayi goal, not much you could sort of say wrong with that. He came and claimed a few good early crosses. There was one Superman dive, I remember, where he went full mm. length and double-handed double punched um, a cross away. Uh, and then, yeah, second half, I mean, uh, that was his pièce de résistance. So this, this incredible save from Will Volks. It, it was 1-1, so Rotherham would have gone back Crucial ahead time. Um, just outside the box, and he hits it so sweetly. And Cassia had no right to get there, and he did. It was a wonderful mm. save, and I think post-match Volks actually went on Twitter and, and said, you know, how on earth has he saved that? Yeah. Which does just sum up the, the esteem that, that, that Cassia should be held in now moving forward. And mm, You watch the clip, actually, of that one, and, and you can see the, oh, the Rotherham player, I'm not moves. sure who it is, is actually celebrating, start celebrating when the ball's in the That's box. Right, yeah, start celebrating. <laughs> his, his hands go up, yeah. So you do, you do kind of, you know, it's, it's easy to, to judge a goalkeeper from one performance and we've got a long way to go now and he's going to come under a lot more pressure, sustained pressure. So we'll wait and see, but early signs yeah. are positive. Like I said, there was a few heart and mouth moments towards the end where he did come off his line and he, and he didn't quite get there as he'd want him to and left the goal open. Yeah. But, um, but you know, I think you know, plenty to be excited about moving forward. Exactly, and and it's it's that first game, isn't it, under the belt? You know, if, if you come in, you don't have the best first game. You've got people on your back straight away, but he's got one for the highlight reel already. Mm. I think um, Ian Holloway was really complimentary about it, wasn't he? He's yeah. on the Quest highlights. He sort of said <laughs> the defining moment for him, which is <laughs> a bit soon, maybe. Yeah. But um, but yeah, in terms of sort of getting the debut done, tick. I don't think anyone's too sort of concerned no. that, that Bailey was dropped by, by the performance he put no, in. No, I think so. you know, we, we did try and have a bit of a, bit of a look at Bailey in the pre-match warm-up and you, know, you, yeah. make, you make your jokes and things, but I'm sure he's very um, philosophical about things. I mean, this time last yeah. year, he was competing with Will Huffer and Camille Miazek for starts of the 23s. I mean, Not he was nowhere it. last year, so... Yeah. If he looks back on, on his last 12 months, I mean, it's been remarkable. To go from the 23 yeah. to Leeds' is regular, to his, his Northern Ireland debut, to become Leeds', Leeds bona fide number one. Yeah, Bielsa spoke about him on Thursday, which is yeah. since we recorded the last podcast. He, he gave a really lengthy answer on him, and, and he did say he will have a he will play for Leeds again. He'll have a 15-year career, is what, what I think he yeah. said. So, um, yeah, I think all part of the, all part of the learning experience, the mm. young keeper, this for Bailey. Mm. Um other keeper news, we might as well mention it here. Will Huffer has gone on loan. He's either not Barnet for a month. Yeah, no surprise really um, with, with Casio arriving. Yeah, exactly. So uh, you'd, you'd assume now Bailey's going to be the one between the sticks of the 23s. Yeah, I think yeah, I think you're quite right. Yeah, I think when when the news about Huffer came out, you you kind of join the dots and think right. Well, if Jamal Blackman was playing for the 23s mm-hmm. whilst Bailey was number one, then then clearly Bailey's going to be with it. the 23s whilst whilst Kiko is number one. So he's going to need to keep keep match fit. Will, so we, we, we may well see that. Bailey this afternoon. We will. Um, by the time you listen to this, you'll probably know actually. So we uh, yeah. we won't talk too much. But um, the M23 is lunchtime today on Monday. Um, Sheffield United at Thorpe Arch. Um, we're also expecting to see Stuart Dallas and Barry Douglas return um, from their layoff. So Dallas is probably the more interesting one there. He's been out since um, the seniors played Sheffield United. Mm. That was on the first of December, wasn't it? Mm. So um, almost two months out for Dallas. Um, It'll be, it'll be a good um, sort of welcome return, won't he? If, if he can get back to fitness, you know, he's yeah, got his versatility. The, when I did the post-match um, Facebook Live at New York Stadium, I kind of suddenly had this moment where I realised, wow, I mean, Leeds' squad could look really mm. good on Saturday. Mm. I mean, you look, could, at that, you look at the bench, could be much stronger. Yeah. And I think, so let's say, so Pontus will be back. That's so right. you'll, you'll have Pontus in at defence, no doubt about that. Pontus and Cooper. So then he's got a decision to make on, on Forshaw, Phillips... Uh, Klitsch and Hernandez what do you mm. do with those four in in those three central positions mm. you would have you would assume I mean we are assuming, but hopefully I mean, this is pressingly brilliant on Thursday to kind of pick Bielsa's brains but <laughs> yeah. if you and I were to discuss it let's say you push Phillips forward into I where we so. should we, be we've spoken about this before then we, what do you do with like Forshaw then in theory do you put Forshaw forward with Klitsch and then move Hernandez out wide 
Okay, so that's pushing yeah, Hernandez that's, that's that way. That's, one. that's one less wings. But so that's yeah. Harrison. You would think Clark may well drop out of the team. He could do. Harrison had a decent game. Yeah, before, so didn't I, think, he? I think Harrison yeah. will stick in there. So then you're looking at Harrison and um, Hernandez out wide. Okay, so yeah. that's his problem solved. What do you do, Alioski? If Barry yeah. Douglas is fit, what do you do, Alioski? You would think Douglas probably goes onto the bench on Saturday. Possibly. Given um, how well Alaski's right. done and, and Bielsa doesn't like rushing people back. But he's only but been out for three weeks, hasn't he? So he's not been out as long. The point is, look at that substitute's bench. You exactly. think you're then going to have Clark, Roberts, Douglas, Dallas, and, all possibly on the bench. And Roberts, I think, his, his second half performance. That's what started me talking about yeah. it was, was Roberts actually did so well that he actually justified maybe a start on Saturday if yeah. you drop out Clark. But you've got all these other lads coming back. You kind of. <laughs> It's hard to see how Roberts does get in the team on Saturday. And um, Izzy Brown as well is, is threatening oh, to get fit again. Joe, don't get me excited. <laughs> we're, we're, we're in danger away. of having an 18 man senior squad. Yeah, so um, it's going to be interesting. I mean, this, this ties in nicely. Bielsa, um, when he spoke about the transfer window, um, certainly leading up to, to before the window started, was keen to say we're going to get all these players back from injury. Yeah, we don't need to spend Nick. Yeah, and yeah. it does look like it's happening. The most kind of backloaded, isn't it? That's it, yeah. But we've got four days left um, until the deadline. Shuts 11 pm on Thursday. Still quite quiet, isn't it? Daniel James is the, the name that doesn't go away. Um, reports in the Sunday papers yesterday that Swansea had set their price. Um, I think it was Alan Nixon of the Sun, mm. wasn't it? Um, and then figure of 12 million was banded around which seems very very big for a player who has 18 months left on his contract yeah. um, I would assume there's, there's maybe some kind regular. of you know Swansea are clearly if you're opening negotiations Swansea are always going to go in with a high price and I'm yeah. sure if the James move happened 12 million would not be being discussed I mean you're looking yeah. at certainly not for an initial fee I mean you've got add-ons and things to consider but but Certainly, no way are these paying twelve million pounds up front for Daniel James. Who, yeah, look at what you could get for twelve million pounds. I mean, even in this mad market, there's a lot more you could get for twelve million pounds mm. in terms of a ready-made player. Exactly. James has, has improved as the season's gone on, but he yeah. didn't start the season as a starter. It, it, it is rumbling on a little bit too long, and I know fans are getting a little bit restless. And obviously, it's now been some time since Casilla signed. So you, you know, quite rightly, fans are asking, "Well, what's Victor Orta been doing? You know, mm. How is he moving things along?" We've got four days left. Swansea clearly want to move out other players before James goes because yeah. they've got bigger priorities and bigger wages. Bigger to wages. Wilfred so, is still there, believe it or not. So you know, push push will will have to come to shove at some stage, and it all it all boils down to how desperate Bielsa is for a new body. Mm. Is he prepared to go for target two, three, or you know, option B, C, yeah. or D? I'm um, sure Victor Orta on his getting, list. A, getting a getting a body in because again, the only thing Bielsa has said consistently is whoever it is, they must be better than what we already have. I.e., mm. they've got to be a ready-made starting eleven player. Yeah. And if you're looking at wingers, you know, then you are again. You're looking at the realms of somebody who can compete with Pablo, somebody that can compete with Harrison or Alioski. So, yeah, there, there is there is some 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 way to go. And I think because of the players returning from injury, I do think we're maybe looking at one rather than two signings now. Would you agree? Yeah, I'd, I'd agree with that. It's I think you know, there's talk, only four days left of the window as well. A little bit late now, I say. Yeah, we. I mean, certainly the fans would like to see a number ten. We ran a mm. survey, transfer survey last week. Um, we put the answers up for you at the, at the weekend and the, the position that most Leeds fans said they wanted to address yeah. was this number 10 role but can't see it happening myself um, just I mean with so little time as well yeah. generally you've, you've heard about these deals have been percolating over the month yeah um, especially in the January window it's all quite January's sort of, historically expensive isn't it? exactly yeah prices are a little bit higher and I don't I don't think Leeds are going to be held to ransom you know we, we don't know how much money they have got to spend this month as well yeah Bielsa and his staff don't come cheap 
That's true, people forget that. Yeah, it's true. Got, so, and, he, and he has got 20 staff, remember? <laughs> exactly, something like that. Always <laughs> analytical staff. Um, I wonder how big his spine budget is. Because Graham Potter that's made a little Graham bit Potter of a... That's what Graham Potter said about, wasn't it? Yeah, budget, yeah. He? he said maybe they've made cuts in the spine budget. So um, <laughs> everyone's still there yeah, trying to have their... Uh, their little yeah, they're dragging that one or not even moment. the rugby lads have got involved haven't they there was some talking that, I saw that you, some, you know yeah. the weekend about a lot of spying I saw and some Eddie Jones quotes yeah Joe Schmidt was asked about it for Ireland yeah it's, it's, just, it's just Bills has gone meta it, yeah it's completely he's, he's transcended football yeah. which uh, <laughs> yeah um, I mean while we're here the Latest on Spygate, we uh, we heard from Sean Harvey on was that Friday I think wasn't it? Um, we had a head loss, didn't we? Yeah, yeah there Friday. was head loss. That was um, he was on Talksport, gave, week, gave a long interview. Joe had um, a very long week. Yeah, he didn't really say a lot, did he? Classic um, Sean Harvey. Yeah, uh, straight back. I mean, he, he couldn't say as a lot, much really. as Bob Mills tried to defend him <laughs> and sort of give him the shield. Yeah, it was it was yeah it was messy radio, wasn't it? It was just lots Farcical, of people shouting, just shouting at him. Yeah, yeah. Answer so. the question, Sean. Answer it. <laughs> I'm going to keep talking so you can't answer it. Exactly. But answer it. <laughs> so yeah, so we didn't learn a lot there, but um, I think yeah, we we just have to wait for this one to play out now. I think all yeah, everyone's had their all say. All the said was they'll do it as human as fast as humanly possible, which we know means nothing when it comes to large yeah, governing bodies. Exactly. He, he pointed out Wolves last year when everyone kicked off about Wolves, and Leeds United included. Oh yeah, yeah, um, yeah that's right. And he, and he said Some that time, he yeah. said that was dealt with very quickly, and it was fairly quick, wasn't it? But that's a different sort of situation entirely. So yeah, um, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll see. We're not going to spend too much time talking about no, that. Yeah. Um, but what else have we got now? So um, I guess we'll, we should talk about Norwich a bit um, before we head off here. Just a small it is, game. Yeah, it's well, they're, they're first and second at the moment. Um, they should, they're probably will, will be first and second by um, Saturday tea time because it's the late game. West Brom um, play. Oh, West Brom can't West Brom can't jump Norwich, can they? Um, I don't know when West Brom are playing that. No, me neither. There's no midweek championship games. This as well. is good research for you guys. So apologies about that. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, um, Sheffield United are three points behind Norwich and then West Brom are four points behind okay, with the game so in yeah, hand. We'll be, they'll so. definitely be top two going into Saturday then. So, so yeah, I mean, Leeds will be top, um, whatever happens at the at kick-off. Oh yeah, it's all depending on Sheffield United, because it's a 5.30, it all depends on what Sheffield United Exactly, three, yeah, right. but either way. That's... For now, let's say they're top two. <laughs> but yeah, it's um, it's going to be big, the, the, the talking started already. Um, Daniel Fark, just talking about how Norwich needs to keep being greedy. Um, Christoph Zimmerman's been speaking about it. He was asked about the, the three 0 at Carrow Road in August, and he said, "Yeah, re- you know, revenge is, is something they think about, but it, it's a lot more than that, which is true, isn't it? You know, mm. you've got to put things like revenge behind you when it mm. comes to first v second. Um, I said there, there is a three point gap Norwich to uh, to third place Sheffield United. So, I mean, what what if, if you're Daniel Fark, are you, are you happy with the draw, or do you see yeah. this as a chance to sort of you know take a leg off Leeds? I think, they'd I think, go I think, above them with a win Norwich I think historically you know managers will always say you know you take a draw away from home and you mm. look to win your home games if, you, if you're being um, what's the opposite to greedy generous <laughs> yeah generous why not <laughs> selfless <laughs> yeah that would be the one so if, obviously if, he, if he's being greedy as mm. I'm sure he'll say pre-match you know, he look to win every game but I think in his mind he would take a draw away at the league mm. leader surely you take a draw yeah. you keep the gap of three points and you look to make your gains yeah. elsewhere yeah um, yeah it's, uh, it's an absolutely monumental game and, and as we tick into February mm. May just gets that little bit closer doesn't it you know, yeah that, we're, into, we're into final three months there and, and the top two and, and if you know, 
it could be a six point gap if Leeds win. That's that's crazy, yeah. Psychologically, that's, that's big. thirty games as well. That is so big six points with sixteen games left to play. It's um, it could be right ding dong battle, couldn't it? I mean, could. the way it's, Norwich it's, play, I mean, they're not going to be putting men behind the ball. It's going to be. I'm hoping it's going to be much like you know when we went to Derby away, mm. Norwich away, yeah. Derby at home. Derby at home. When the teams actually come out and play each other, it's just a yeah. really entertaining yeah. spectacle. Absolutely. So I'm hoping that Norwich will leave the space that allows Leeds to just run riot. Do you think they would as well? They're not going to sort of completely change their philosophy, are they, Norwich? No. Um, I, I think mean, it could be a really entertaining game. It's, Resu- go- it's going to be great. Side. It's going to be it's going to be sold out Ellen Road as well. Oh. Under the it's the late game. Saturday, so under, under the lights, um, you know, we, we saw what kind of atmosphere the Derby game yeah. was, and I, I think we're going to see night, something yeah. like that. It's, um, yeah, it's going to be brilliant. Oh, uh, can you imagine if Leeds win? It'd be great, wouldn't it? Six points clear, <laughs> can you imagine? Yeah, people oh will be days. getting very excited then. <laughs> <laughs> we're talking Blackburn levels of excitement because yeah. the Blackburn game, I think, I mean, I wasn't there, but from what we discussed, I mean, that felt like wow, two yeah. comebacks in a row over Christmas, this could be the year. Everyone was buzzing. If you then go and beat Norwich at home, six points clear, people yeah. are very much going to be saying, yeah. what, what, what date do we all fancy playing Man City <laughs> next season? You know, yeah. How are we going to improve the stadium for the Premier League? Exactly. It's, um, I mean, yeah. We don't like to get too carried away. Never, never fly too high, Joe. never go too we, we low. Need, we, need to, yeah. we need to hype it up. <laughs> but yeah, we'll be, I mean, we'll be hearing from Bielsa probably on Thursday uh, before this one. Um, no doubt he'll pay respect to Norwich. Yeah. He's, he's not one for, sl- for, for slanging matches. No, no, exactly. Um, it's going to be a busy old day is, uh, is Thursday because that is deadline day as well. Oh, 11 o'clock. So Bielsa will probably be at lunchtime. He usually is. Um, so you can get any transfer <laughs> news out of there. Or well, the odds of Bielsa walking in with Ivan Cavaliero and Dan James <laughs> on his arms. <laughs> the slim, presser. I would say. Slim. Signings <laughs> announced. Yeah. <laughs> Mic drop. Yeah. Like he did uh, Just on leaves that famous the one. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, what do you think Saturday then? What, prediction-wise? Yeah, and I suppose the, the team, I mean, it, of all the matches, it, mm. the team could be looking very strong on Saturday. It could, well, I'm, I'm sure Bielsa will tell us a team on Thursday, because that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's what he seems it's to do most weeks week. now. Yeah. And we were, saying, we were laughing about it on Saturday, like it's not until he gets halfway through the team that we all realise what he's saying. Yeah, he, he just, he just sort of, starts reeling names off. He gets off. through five names and think, yeah. oh right, we need to take this down, he's actually naming the team here. Well, it was on Thursday, I think one of the first questions was... Um, do you think you're going to put Kiko Kassir in? He just goes, Kassir, Ailing, <laughs> just reels off 11 names. Well, that's oh, okay. Right. Alioski, it's like, oh, right, his name is Yeah. I don't know if that's his sort of um, his, his response to the whole Spygate thing. Yeah, yeah, I've got maybe nothing, it is. I've maybe, got maybe he has just gone full yeah, transparent. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I'm sure we'll find out the team then. But, but yeah, there's a couple of really interesting debates. So, yeah, Phillips. I, I want to see him back in midfield. I've been itching for this for two that, months now. That, that, that sort of three, the two centre-backs and the defensive mm. mid, I think Janssen, Phillips and Cooper as a three, mm. on their day, they have been absolutely exactly. majestic. That, that unit, those, those, Phillips those three Phillips is so players. good in front of them. And then just, dropping back oh, in as well. Like, just, and you, you've got to do it on Saturday, haven't you, of all yeah, games. If, you've got, so. if you've got the chance to do it, you do it. Because yeah. Phillips came through unscathed on Saturday. Mm. Neither he nor Janssen have been injured. It's been suspension. So they should be fine to hit the ground running. Exactly. And it just the, the, the thing with Douglas makes it a little bit more difficult for, for Bielsa, given that Douglas has missed well, it's since New Year's Day. Since New Year's Day. So he's and had four weeks, doing yeah. well. And Alaski's attacking. So you mm. think, do you want that attacking width down the left on Saturday? You know, if mm. he's bombing on past Pablo, because Pablo's not going to do all the running, is he? Yeah, yeah. It's, if um, indeed Pablo plays on the left, we're we're assuming Forshaw is going to move forward and Pablo moves out wide. I can see that all, like you say, Roberts comes in. So it's um, it's, it's been a while. Drop Forshaw then, because he said the other day yeah. that Forshaw's been one of his Forshaw. best players. And yeah, Klitsch he's is just, Klitsch is just at the nick of time. Klitsch has scored a brace because yeah, he wonder, might have been on the block. Yeah, you wonder if he's the, the nick of those time goals that saved him. Yeah, um, I think poor, poor old Tyler might have to just be. A, I mean, 
Bielsa, as we know, loves the idea of an impact sub. Yeah. And he will look at Robertson Clark as being lovely impact subs. Because those two, half. those two on the bench could, you know, they may well be in the situation where they need. Well, they will need to score goals against Norwich because can't assume um, Norwich aren't going to uh, give it their all. Mm. So. Yes, it's quite exciting really to have a sort of actual bona fide selection debate that isn't sort of looking back to the 23s yeah, to, injuries, see, um, yeah. to see which 18-year-old he can call up. So, um, so yeah, we'll, we'll know more about that Thursday, but again, we'll, um, I think we'll, yeah, we'll be talking about that plenty on the website this week. Yeah, we'll um, be live on Thursday as well, won't we? Um, Mm-hmm. several times on Thursday maybe with I think the transfers we will. Yeah, so you'll, probably, yeah. you'll probably hear from us quite a bit on Thursday if, you, if you're on our Facebook page yeah it's an 11pm deadline live. so uh, we'll, we'll both be in the office till then I'm sure mm. or till, till very late at least we'll, uh, we'll see what Leeds have in store for us mm. um, but yeah, it's, yeah it's, it's, well, it's a really busy exciting week I think this is um, sort of where the magic happens I think this week let's pray for no injuries at the 23s this afternoon yeah that's right yeah well um, yeah well, you need to be on your way soon Baron so uh, unless you've got anything else you want to chat about I think we better call that a day I think we've covered it all really I think we're just very very excited for Saturday now yeah. I think we'll um, like I say we'll be live again on Thursday so we, we can talk more about um, about Bielsa's press conference and of course any right. late transfer news on Thursday and, and have that final look ahead to Saturday mm. um, where destiny awaits yeah yeah exactly so yeah you'll uh, You'll hear plenty from us this week. Um, yeah, but head to the website to cover the under-23s, which by the time you listen to this will have been played, I think. Um, as Baron said, cross your fingers, no more injuries. Um, and then head back all week. We'll have all the latest transfer news, all the rumours that are coming round, all the business that all the Leeds' rivals are doing. Um, and then we'll be leading up to deadline day, press conference and Norwich. So, yeah, plenty to talk about. And um, in the meantime, if you do fancy um, rating and reviewing the podcast on... Uh, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Acast, all those sort of places. That would be much appreciated. Um, but other than that, enjoy the under-23s, Baron. <laughs> Thanks very much, Jim. I'm hoping to stay warm. It's, it's quite sunny, yeah. but I think it's quite misleading. Oh, yeah, I've, very brought, cold. I've brought a few layers yeah, to yeah. sit pitch side at Four Park. <laughs> cool, good stuff. All right, then. Cheers for listening, guys. We will speak to you soon.